Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. Today we're going to talk about being content. So as we continue to migrate here in the Northern Hemisphere towards the shortest day of the year, the winter season as we enter into the full yin energy, and in the Southern Hemisphere we are entering into the full yang energy. So fire and water elements are ready to play together and to come into harmony. And so what this looks like is that it's this beautiful dance between the two, that the water can rise up when the fire needs to cool down, and then the fire can rise up to create a still point maybe for uh, uncharted waters, if you will. And so when we play with this field of energy internally, we can also come into a level of harmony with our inner landscape, which when we look at the word content means that we are certain of where we are to place our attention, where we are to receive and where we are to move into action, where the water can come in and nourish and feed and uh, help us create And then that fire gives it that ignition and then we can move forward with grace. Where we have created two areas that have depleted and degraded humanity as we know it is one, we are not encouraged to receive. We are encouraged to take and not receive. So that's a different action. And really it's receive, give, receive, give. And so when we're in that constant motion, there's no need for anyone to do any taking. And oftentimes the people that are conditioned or have learned to be really good, meaning that they might be perceptually very successful on the grand stage, is that their propensity, not in all cases, has been more about how they can take and there's not a true sitting and being with the reception, the feminine energy, and then gracefully giving and creating, which then can create so much abundance. If you look in nature, it's so abundant. So from there, when we look at all this, then we can also talk about the next point that really basically causes all suffering on this planet, and that's grasping. So if you think about maybe something that you're grasping at internally, mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. And then if you also think about anything that you grasp at externally, this will create suffering because it's like wanting it so bad that you can't release it and let it do its thing. And so even in the, the world of quote unquote manifestation, The release is really important important in the non-attachment. 
So let's say, for instance, you're wanting to succeed at a certain level in your career. However, maybe you're in a job or a situation that's not going to allow you to succeed that way monetarily or um, just by the goals you've set. And so when you release that, you may have the full intentions when you're in that physical position with your work that it would be there that you'd have that success. But through releasing and holding that vision of your goals professionally, what will happen is that it will manifest and lead you to where it's to manifest. And sometimes that requires letting go of certain things, maybe even sometimes uh, occupation or a job, yet the outcome will be what you had envisioned. So the other part is receiving, because if in that process you're not willing to receive the messages and the direction and take the graceful action towards the outcome, you might miss it and have to swing around, you know, another lunar cycle or a solar cycle or even a lifetime to meet that vision and that goal. Doesn't mean you should give up on it, but what we've been led to do is to have grasp at lot, want immediate satisfaction, immediate feedback loop, and not slow down and receive. And I was thinking about this a lot with, it's kind of ironic, you know, the human race, we all as human beings here in this world system called earth, we are craving things to slow down. Even the, the younger generations want things to slow down, yet the technology world is wanting to make them go faster and faster and faster. And in fact, this world system doesn't move that fast. You know, nature shows us the rhythm in which things are to grow and uh, recede and the ones that have a full annual cycle and some only have a seasonal cycle. So it's a very interesting uh, contradiction that's happening right now that uh, the, the need for speed is being really forced upon humanity and the actual human race, we're all really craving slow down. Let's just slow back down because we want to, you know, truly read authentic prose from the human. We're truly wanting to connect with each other visually, tactilely, not through a screen interface. And uh, there's this discontentness with what is right now. So, the reason I bring this up is because people are grasping. They're they're still like trying to play the same game of like, uh, oh, we could do it faster, better, and this is going to make people feel content. Not really. It actually creates an emptiness. So as inspired, I want to really encourage you to one evaluate into on the interior, your inner being. Where are you grasping and where are you ready to be content with what is? And then once you can see where you're content, you can also then start to see more clearly where your, I like to call it the jagged edge or the Achilles tendon is within and where you're ready to work a little and uh, improve and transform and grow this will be only for your benef benefit now and then through 
your eternal life. And then from there, you can start to evaluate where are you grasping in the external world? Where are you not content? And where are you pointing, judging, and trying to displace that which you're not content on the inside to the outer world? And this will show you a lot. So if you have a habit of being in judgment, uh, going around and thinking you know best for everyone else and evading your own inner work, especially if you have a family unit or a partner, you'll be able to see this a little bit more quickly. If you're more of a lone wolf, you might notice the subtleties of this outer experience because it might happen in your own quietude with yourself where you are placing judgment or something external, but those external judgments are a great way to look back inside when you're in a quandary within yourself about that external, um, with, uh, within you usually have a quandary with the external world. And the good news is, is this is how we start to one create change if we have the courage to look in and again, get content. So as you evaluate where you're not content inside, where you're grasping at, then you say, okay, am I willing to do some inner work here rather than grasp for something? How can I bring this? So it feels even it's feels still because then there will be less dissonance so that you can be stealth out in the world around you. Cause there's a lot of noise out there. And, you know, our brothers and sisters are not all uh, feeling good. And so the best thing that we each one of us can do is to regain harmony for ourselves and to really um, stay in harmony with ourselves. So and then from there, I want to encourage you if you're inspired to create some goals for yourself around this word of content because you know as a society it's not so much oh if I get a house I'll be content or if I get a car I'll be content or this uh, material things it's like oh I have a goal to be content with myself or I have a goal to feel content versus anxiety. I have a goal to feel content versus depressed. The, when we replace that word and really focus on what that means, you will create a lot of awe for yourself and others because the, the energy field, when we're not content and we're grasping for something creates a dissonance on the inside and the outer world. And if you've experienced anxiety and you know what that feels like inside of you, if you've experienced depression or anger or these degrading emotions, you know what that feels like. And then also you might know what that feels like if you're not in that space, but someone else's it is and you can detect it. So you might say, well, I'm not going to be a content 100% of the time. And that's probably fairly accurate as we are, you know, participating as humans and having a human experience. However, in each moment we can choose like, okay, this isn't going my way. Maybe I want to find where my peace is right now. And that will be where you naturally can find your flow. And 
where it's just easy. So for some people, it might be when they're mountain bike riding. Some people, it might be when they're running. For some people, it might be when they're meditating. Whatever it is, it's just this graceful space that you can be in where you're not grasping for anything. And that is so, so amazing. So from there, I want to just welcome you to observe this from the inside out and then gently observe humanity humanity at large. And sometimes you can see on a macro level where there are people that are in charge that are not content. And this is something to observe because if you're putting your trust in public figures or higher ups and companies, and they're not content. That is not a successful leader. And what I mean, not content, meaning that they don't have vices. They're not grasping for this, that, or the other, um, liquor, drugs, alcohol, sex, consumption, all those things to feel at peace. That is a false front. That's, uh, you know, someone creating a charade. And so the clearer you get at observing where someone truly is content and where someone is not, that will help you also kind of weigh in where you're at, not in comparison, but just to see it because it's something very distinct, if you will. So from there, I encourage you to start observing on a macro level to a micro level. And then if you're idolizing something that's not content, meaning that they have a lot of vices and they justify it because of who they are or what they are, it's time to get real clear with yourself inside because, you know, in the East, it's kind of known in many teachings that You know, if you hang out in certain company, you will become that. And so if you're idolizing a leader or someone that's famous, or even if you think they're the hero, but they are grasping at many things, that's a sign that potentially you might be grasping at similar things internally as they are. It's like mirror, mirror on the wall. So these, these few little practices will give you a sense of where you are content, where you're not, and where you're ready to welcome more of that into your everyday life. So from here, we're going to go into our meditation and I would love it if you could come up to a seated position, just extending up, dropping those shoulders down and bringing your gaze down in front of you. And as you do that, um, I want you to connect to your breath. Now, if you're used to meditating and you have a pretty quiet mind, go ahead and close your eyes. If not, find a focal point. This will help you uh, cultivate a clear mind, which would be uh, an optimal state of being all the time in meditation and outside of meditation. So take a nice, gentle breath in. And exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. 
another one here. And exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you to follow your natural breath and then just be in all that you are.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Taking a soft, gentle breath, breathing in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. One more inhale. And exhale. Good. As you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you to just settle into your heart center a little bit deeper and just be. And if you want, you can rise up to a seated position now gently, or you can stay exactly as you are. And so as you move into the next, I encourage you just to bring that awareness to just gently notice where you're content and where you grasp. And if you're willing to discover how to be content in and around those things that you grasp for, some might be habitual, some might um, be involuntary, just observe it and through uh, continuing to meet yourself in silence by noticing it'll start to diminish if you're willing to be radically honest with yourself. And then as I mentioned on the external world, if you can look on a macro level where uh, people, places, and things are not content to where they're grasping, there's a lot on the grand stage that can illustrate that. And then if you dive in and just feel into what can help this person, place, or thing be content, no longer grasping, that'll give you some clues as to some of the recipes for yourself and potential global solutions. So I want to thank you all for being here in this moment. I want to thank Randa Rab, Dante Marino, Kadri Scott. We're going to invite you to stay a little bit longer and listen to Fields of Flowers. She has another single coming up in the new year. We're really excited about to share that with you. 
And until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
feel.